Do you need some inspiration, a little encouragement, and a mindset shift? If so, this podcast is just for you. I am your show host, Tanisha. Welcome to a new episode on the podcast, you guys. It's another great Tanisha Tuesday. And I hope you guys have started out your weeks great on a positive note. I hope you are feeling good and feeling great. I know my week has started out great and I feel wonderful. We are now in the month of July, y'all. These months have been flying by since we have been in quarantine. And, you know, honestly, I am enjoying staying at home these days. You know, I have not really been budging to do much of nothing but work and this past weekend I didn't work for the first time in a long time and I got some much needed rest my body got some great rest that was really needed I didn't do anything much you know on Friday and then on Saturday I was so happy to see that you know even though it was July the 4th I was so happy to see that our culture, the black community, we truly had a blackout July 4th. I didn't see many people represent the 4th of July like usual. You know, usually everybody is, you know, they're always posting pictures in their July 4th outfits. But this year, down my timeline on social media, I didn't see no one. And it was kind of good because we really stood together as a culture you know, we are so much stronger together and it was just good to see it. Now, you know, I know a lot of us, we still got together and we, you know, got together cautiously with our families and, you know, did our fireworks as usual, but we didn't really celebrate the 4th of July, you know, so that was really big and dope to see. So shout out to you guys, you know, that's amazing. But before we get into this wonderful episode, I do have some affirmations to give you guys. So here we go. I am love. Another one. I am purpose. And another one. I was made with divine intention. So if you have not, pause this podcast and say your affirmations for today You know, no matter where you are, just say them. Even if you have already said them for today, you know, pause this podcast and just say um, some new ones. You know, say the ones that I just said. But yeah, do that. And we are getting ready to get into this wonderful episode for you guys. All right, stay tuned. All right, so today, you guys, I want to talk about my nonprofit organization, and it is called Noriah's Way Foundation. I'm pretty sure that some of you have heard the ad that comes on during the middle of the show. And that is my nonprofit organization. And today I have my lovely daughter, who is Noriah. Hey, y'all. She is here with me today. The foundation is named after her. And she'll be chiming in later and sharing how Noriah's Way Foundation has helped her. So we started this nonprofit organization in 2014 and our mission here at Noriah's Way Foundation is to help children that have lost a parent in the act of senseless gun violence. 
our focus is grief therapy. So let me just tell you how Naraya's Way Foundation came about. On May 20th, 2012, Naraya's father, his name was Jasmine Rory, but we called him Jazz, was murdered at a party. And it was a very horrific tragedy that shocked everybody. And when I say everybody, I'm not exaggerating. You really had to know my child's father. Jazz was one of a kind. He had a smile like no other. Some would call it a million dollar smile. He always dressed nice. He always smelled good. And he had nice cars. He was what you would call like a hot boy. You know, <laughs> he was a very popular person. And just overall, in the most simplest terms, he was just a smooth, cool dude. So when this happened, it was very shocking. He was only 23 years old, and I can just still remember that night like it was last night. And it's just something that I will never forget. You know, I just remember getting that phone call at 3.04 in the morning, and I remember, you know, just getting to the hospital and seeing cars everywhere, and the lobby was full, and... You know, just even saying all of that right now just seems so unreal. But I can just remember this moment where the doctor had came out in a white coat and he called my name in front of everybody. And at that very moment, I knew all of this was real because all the way down to the hospital, you know, I kept telling myself, like, you know, maybe he's, you know, just gonna have to go through surgery you know I was just telling myself that you know he's not dead you know maybe they just got it wrong you know I was just hoping and praying that it wasn't true I mean it had seemed like I was starring in a lifetime movie or something and if you have ever went through any sudden tragedy when things happen like that it's just hard to erase you know out of your mind and at that time I was 24 years old, so looking back, I was so young. You know, I was just getting good and grown, getting out of my dad's house, and, you know, I had my four-year-old with me. So at that time, I was like, you know, how could something happen to me and my daughter like this? You know, I had just gotten saved, and, I mean, I was trying to be sold out for God at that time. I was in my beginner Christian stages so i'm talking about i was going to church like every sunday sometimes two services a day on sunday y'all so it was like as soon as i became sold out for god and trusting him then it was like boom my life shattered you know my life went into pieces and some may question and ask you know why does god let things like that happen but he always have a plan always and just like god has said when what the enemy meant for your evil he will turn it around for your good and that's exactly what he did because what the enemy thought that would keep me bound and take my joy and keep me depressed and yes i did have many down days 
and sad days. You know, yes, I did go through my stage where I was, you know, where I became depressed. And honestly, y'all, it's been eight years, but I still have my days, you know. But the enemy could not keep me down. And I say that because when things like that, when trauma enters um, people's lives, you know, some people go off course. You know, they go into drugs. They fall off and they might have thoughts of suicide. They turn to different things. But I just thank God that he had a plan. And he saved me at a young age. And Naraya's Way Foundation was birthed from a very hurtful and painful place. But God took me from pain to purpose. After those two years of, you know, getting used to our new normal, he took me from pain to purpose. And, you know, through this nonprofit is where I have found healing just by helping my daughter and helping other children. And I would even add that, you know, when you go some when you go through something like that, you don't ever get over it. Yes, you become stronger, but to me through my experience, you just learn how to deal with it. Because seeing your child hurt is just something that you don't ever want. You know, I mean, no parent ever wants to see their child in pain. And because she lost her father at a young age, at the age of four, you know, at that time, she didn't understand it then. But each year as she gets older, she's learning things more and more. And she's learning how to cope with the fact that she doesn't have her real father here. But, you know, I'm very thankful that she still have, you know, my dad, which is her papa. He's a wonderful papa. She still has great uncles that are here and a awesome bonus father you know and i'm so thankful for that and of course you know god always says that he is a father to the fatherless so you know to all the children who have lost any parent out there you know god is a father to the fatherless so that is how naraya's way foundation got started and again the mission is to help children that have lost a parent in the act of senseless gun violence we want to focus on grief therapy and meet children right where they are. And we understand that, you know, children grieve differently. And when you lose a loved one, your whole life changes. You have to get used to your new normal. You have to get used to not having this person around or calling them. And for me, you know, I had to learn how to be strong in front of Naraya. You know, sometimes I cried to myself. And sometimes we would cry together. You know, anything that just made those, anything that just got us through those sad moments, you know. And for me, I still have both of my parents. So just seeing my child hurt was something that I didn't have planned for a four-year-old at that time. You know, no one ever plans for bad things to happen. And, of course, in the black community, we see this all the time. Black on black, senseless crimes, you know, police killing our black brothers, just senseless gun violence. And to me, it's just sad that after everyone is done screaming, rest in peace, or fly high on social media, and then throwing this person on a shirt, we just move right on to the next thing. So that is where Naraya's Way Foundation comes in. 
because we have experienced it. And raising a child and having to navigate through life with questions at a young age and having to navigate through life without closure, that's tough. I mean, it's on a whole nother level. Because number one, you have to tell your kids the truth about what has happened to their mom or their dad. It's no sugarcoating in this. And that's one thing that we make sure kids understand. You know, we make sure that they know that because you cannot sugarcoat things and heal at the same time. And I will have to say that, you know, a homicide will just leave you with a whole lot of questions that you will never get answered, you know? And I'm not taking away from any of the deaths, but a homicide would leave you with questions, you know? I mean, I know any death will. You know, any death will leave you with why, you know? When someone gets into a car accident, though, you know, the officer can pretty much tell you why, you know, they were speeding, they didn't have their car, they didn't have their seatbelt on, you know, or they was drinking, You know, if your grandma gets sick or your grandpa, you know that your grandma or grandpa passed away from some type of illness. So, and I'm just speaking from my own experience, you know, and from the people who were there that night at the party, you know, when they explained what happened, it was like it happened so fast. But with the homicide, y'all, it's just so much that goes on. And if you have went through this, then you definitely feel me and you understand me because it's so many things that it's so many levels to it. You know, you have to talk to the detectives right after you find this news. You know, they have all of these questions for you. You know, who are you to this person? Um, Who is this person dealing with? We need to see the phone. We need to check um, everybody that was around. We need to go around and ask questions. You know, it's so much. And for my situation, the detectives had questioned so many people. You know, it was, like I said, this was like a lifetime movie. You know, you got to wait on the ballistic report. You have to talk to the DA. You have to wait a few years for the person to get sentenced. And then on top of all of that, y'all, while you are trying to pick up the pieces of your life, you get a phone call from the DA And then they'll say it's time for so-and-so's trial. Then you go to court and you have to listen to every single detail that has happened to your loved one. And they take you all the way back to what happened. And then you have to face this person who did it. So to me, that's why I say that, you know, a homicide death is just different. It's on a whole nother level, you know. And for me, I'm an adult. And that's a lot just for me. But think about a child that has to gather all of these feelings, you know. And when I went to court and things, Naraya didn't go with me. But think of the kids that saw their parents murdered in front of them. You know, I have a family that that happened to. You know, think about the questions that the detectives have to ask these young children. Think about the trauma and what that does to their mental health. And then we as adults, we expect for them to grow older. We expect for them to excel without giving them the proper care and the therapy needed for their young minds. 
So that's why Naraya's Way Foundation is in place. Because we believe that healthy grieving is important for everyone. Especially children who have their whole life ahead of them. We believe it's very important for children to express their emotions and share their feelings. And it's even better when they are around others who can relate and understand to their pain. Because unresolved grief and unresolved childhood trauma, it plays a significant role in their school performance. You know, soon as a death happens, you know, right after it happens, we throw these children right back in school and we expect for them to excel. We expect for them to keep up their grades and they can, but their little minds have so much going on on the inside. That's hard. You know, that is really hard when you you have to go to school with your book bag. You have to focus in class and you see all of these other people talking about their parents and they're getting ready to go home with their mom and do something or I'm getting ready to go with my dad for the weekend and you know in their small minds they have to accept the fact that they're not going home to that you know and unresolved grief can also turn you know a young adult to alcohol and drug abuse when they get older they can deal with depression and that can go into anxiety and then it can have them, you know, just having thoughts of suicide. So that's something that we don't want. That's something that we are trying to keep from happening. This episode was brought to you by Naraya's Way Foundation. We are a nonprofit organization and our mission is to help children that have lost a parent in the act of senseless gun violence. We understand that healthy grieving is important for everyone, especially children who have their whole life ahead of them. That is why our focus is on grief therapy to help children heal. If you would like to know more about this organization, please visit our website at www.norayaswayfoundation.org. So I have Naraya here, and she is going to share how Naraya's Way Foundation has helped her. So welcome, Naraya. Hi, guys. So I just want to start off by saying thank you, Mom, for starting this Naraya's Way group. It has helped me a lot through all the sad times that my dad won't be here to see my accomplishments. And I'm so glad that this foundation is in place because it helps me express my feelings and thoughts of how I feel about his death. And so when we are around other when you're around other people that you can relate to that has went through your same pain it is it's very easier to talk to them because they know how you feel so naraya share with us some other ways that naraya's way foundation has helped you cope with grief so i love when we do grief camps every year for the community because we get to 
um, express our feelings by doing art therapy. And art therapy is very good because you oh, can yeah. express yourself on a canvas um, if you're feeling mad or mm-hmm. angry. And if you like feel like punching somebody, you might can draw a painting <laughs> Definitely. or paint. Instead um, of punching them. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you can get in big trouble. And I also like writing or journaling because you can express your feelings by making a poem or uh, you can make a book or you can just do a paragraph of how you feel and you don't have to show anybody Mm -hmm. if you don't feel like expressing it to your friends or your mom or dad whichever one is with you and last but not least I do love to dance it is really fun because it is my getaway or the way I express uh, myself when I'm feeling sad or mad or feel like I want to fight somebody. So. Right. Dancing. It, this child has been dancing <laughs> since she time. came out. You hear me? But just like she said, you know, all of these things are the things that we do in the Rise Way Foundation. And every year we have our annual grief camp. And I really hate that we couldn't have it this year, but we really have a lot of fun. We laugh some, we cry some, we share our feelings and express our emotions, you know, for, um, you know, during this grief camp. And all of our services are free to all participating families. And, you know, during the grief camp, we focus on grief therapy. You know, we focus on healing their hearts, you know, meeting them right where they are, you know, and our goal is to break the isolation that children feel after death. So, you know, we open up by playing games that will help them open up and feel more comfortable around each other. And then, you know, we share our stories to those who want to share, you know, we don't make them share, but usually all of them tend to share once they see other people telling their story and open up. And once they see that, oh, okay, you know, she's crying and it's okay. You know, it's a safe haven for them, you know. And we introduce them to other children who can personally relate to their pain. And with doing all of that, we identify, you know, healthy coping skills for managing this grief. Just like Naraya said you know, the art therapy and all of the kids love the art therapy. They love to create and express themselves through art. So when they do feel mad and when they do feel angry, you know, this is a way to help them cope. And, you know, we usually have a back to school drive and we give out school supplies to our children. And we also have a hair event that I do with my friends and some other people in the community and I'm just definitely missing all of that this year but you know that wraps up my nonprofit organization and what I do for my community and surrounding communities for the kids and you know each year it just gets better and better you know and for me I have just never really shared my story like that out loud for everybody But, you know, today just opening up is exactly what was needed. And just talking about the truth definitely helps me heal, you know. And that's what I'm teaching my daughter. You know, she's sitting here still listening. So, you know, I'm just proud of myself for being courageous and just sharing my story, you know. So if you guys want to check us out, you can definitely visit our website at www.com. 
NariahsWayFoundation.org. And I want to spell Nariah for you guys. That is N-A-R-I-A-H with the S and then Way, W-A-Y, and then Foundation.org. You guys can also donate to us. We are a 501c3 so your donation is tax deductible. You can donate on the website or you can send a cash app. Our cash tag is Noriah's Way. You guys can also find us on Facebook and that's Noriah's Way Foundation. And find us on Instagram too. Please follow us. We will follow you back. And our Instagram is at Noriah's Way. There's no foundation on the end of that. And if you have a hard time finding us, just go to Instagram and put Naraya's Way Foundation in as a hashtag. And some of our photos will pop up and you can then find our, you know, our Instagram page. And, you know, if you know of a family that needs any help in this area, you know, if you know that they need help with healing, we are here to help. You guys just please share this podcast with them and send them my way. We are located in North Carolina, but it is my vision to be all over the world with my foundation one day because it's so many young babies and so many young adults that have went through and are going through and that will go through the same situation, you know, every day, you know, without any healing because we as adults sometimes think that, you know, oh, they're just kids, they're okay, but children grieve too, you know. And Naraya's Way Foundation wants to help you grieve properly. We want to help these babies heal and grieve properly. And we understand that we can't take the pain away, but we are here to direct them into a better direction. We are here to, you know, help them create a better future, you know. So send them our information. And once again, guys, thanks for listening and be blessed. Bye.